Elon Musk tells workers to return to the office. Coinbase is extending its hiring freeze and rescinding offers. Find out more on today's edition podcast. Oh, and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft, a mathematician, a futurist, tech optimist, artist, and creator. And I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, typically giving you the news, the hot topics in tech, some career advice, and letting you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit the like button, subscribe. If you're listening on your podcast player, please leave me a five-star review, especially on Apple or Spotify. If you want the Edition podcast directly in your email inbox, subscribe to the Substack, editionpod.substack.com. And if you want to reach out to me, let me know how what you think about the show. Give me some feedback, topic ideas. Feel free to comment or DM me on any of my social media platforms. I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Edition with Addy, Twitter at Edition Pod, or my personal Twitter is at Addy Adewusi. And I believe I mentioned all the social media platforms and my email is editionpod at gmail.com. So please, I want to hear from you. I don't get a lot of feedback on the podcast and it's making me think maybe I should just move the podcast to TikTok. So if you don't want that to happen, continue to leave those five-star reviews, comment, like the post or like the YouTubes, you know, let me know that this is, my voice is being heard and that you all are listening. Otherwise, it's tempting to move to the platform where I'm getting the most engagement. That being said, as soon as I crossed a thousand followers on TikTok, my engagement has plummeted. So, alas, the life of a creator. Anyway, so let's get into today's topics. Oh, let me just briefly mention, I know I did not record an episode yesterday. I recorded after work and I had a very strong work-induced headache. So I'm back recording in the morning again to prevent that from happening again because I don't want my day at work to affect the consistency of the podcast. All right. Okay, so let's get into the markets. So Bitcoin is up 2.48% in the past seven days, hovering at 30307 Ethereum is down 0.47% over the past seven days and is hovering at 1,827. So Bitcoin continuing to recover, Ethereum continuing to fall or be somewhat flat or stagnant. There's a lot of FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the crypto markets right now, and a lot of people are selling accordingly. And I think This is a good buying opportunity for people who are long-term crypto investors. When I say long-term, I mean five to 10 years. I'm not talking about people doing quick trades. That being said, this is purely speculative right now because once I get into the later topics, you can see there's huge sea changes going on in the crypto industry, and I'm really excited to talk about it because that's what I really geek out about. But yeah, crypto prices are not recovering as fast as the stock market. So let's get back into the stock markets. So the S&P 500 is up 2.93% in the past five days. NASDAQ is up 4.91% in the past five days. So this is good if you're holding stock. I am getting my first windfall of stock. So if you work at a tech company, you typically get a, you get a salary, you get a sign-on bonus, which is cash, and you also get a 
stock, an on-hire stock bonus. And the way they do it at Microsoft is your sign-on bonus, as long as you stay for the first for a whole year, that is your money and you don't have to give it back. If you leave less than a year, technically you are entitled to give that cash sign-on bonus back. For stock, uh, you don't get to access it for the first one year and one month of your employment. But after one year and one month, you get an initial portion of your stock that you can then cash out. And then every quarter, you get a little bit more. So the first tranche of stock is the largest, I believe so. So um, I'm getting my first large tranche of stock, and I'm glad it's I'm getting it when the market's recovering a little bit. That being said, Microsoft stock is still down significantly since I, or since the beginning of this year. Um, let me just check and see what has gone on for the Microsoft stock. And I may edit this out after if I can't immediately find it. So let's let's see how how's Microsoft doing. So in the past year, so I joined approximately a year ago, it's actually up 0.79%. Hey, I'll take it. There are people who their stock bonuses have been cut in half. So I will take that. Year to date though, just being, just being honest here, year to date, on January 3rd, it was $334. Today it is... 278 or $274. So I did not get to cash out at the peak, but again, I'm just getting a portion of the stock. So of my initial stock bonus. So there is a chance for in my later, you know, portions that the stock will have recovered. But this is the reality of tech-based compensation. I'm not sharing this to flex. I'm sharing this because people who are earlier in their careers are listening to this podcast and may not understand how big tech compensation works. So that's why I'm sharing this here. Okay, moving on to the hot topics. I'm so excited to talk about this story. Okay, so Elon Musk tells Tesla workers to be in office full time or resign, a report says. This is from CNBC. So Elon Musk told Tesla employees to come back into their respected offices full-time or leave the company, and I'm quoting from the CNBC article. In an email sent within the company, Elon Musk said that people must show up for at least 40 hours per week in a main Tesla office. And I'm going to link the letters that he wrote because honestly, they're so entertaining to me. Um, I do appreciate how he speaks very plainly as a CEO. Um, as opposed to using flowery language and, you know, running it through uh, PR, the PR department. I don't think Elon ran any of these emails through the PR department. I think he was just like, I'm going to send this message to all employees. That being said, yes, I'm smiling. I'm smiling because it's funny. I understand people are affected by this. And I did I mean, I, I hate to have an I told you so moment, and I and I can't credit this. I will shout out to my friend Stephanie, who way back closer to the beginning of the pandemic, she was, I was thinking we're going to be able to work from home forever because this is so efficient and we're so much more productive. And she was like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. 
And I did know historically that, you know, with IBM and Yahoo, they had great work from home policies. And then as soon as the market changed, they're like, just kidding, you need to come back to the office or you don't have a job anymore. And it was a way to do layoffs without really doing layoffs. But I honestly thought with COVID, it would be different because there is a serious virus going on. I literally just went back to the office for the first time a few weeks ago. And then less than a week later, I got COVID. So I really thought companies would handle this differently. But no, I warned you guys, I would say right before the tech crash, the tech stock crash that you know, if your company is asking you to go back to the office, go back to the office because you're going to be less likely to be laid off. And now this is just a more explicit way of saying we only want people working here who go to the office. So part of this is one, they want to save money. Two, there is the phenomenon of people working multiple jobs remotely, which seriously, the hypocrisy, Elon Musk has like 10 jobs. He's CEO of Tesla, SpaceX, The Boring Company. Um, he's about to start Twitter, like potentially maybe be the CEO of Twitter. He's already an active activist investor in Twitter. I'm sure he's doing angel investing. I'm sure he's doing venture capital. I'm sure he has several businesses that we have no idea about. But so he's basically saying most people aren't like me. And me, I mean Elon, say that they can't do many things at once. And this is just absurd to me because most people need to have more than one job. Most people can't afford to live their life on one income, especially at companies that are known for underpaying their workers. Two, it is a grand underestimation of the talent that you have at your company. Your, if your, your company is cranking out cars and being successful for two years while working at home, I think it's fair to say that working from home does, is not negatively impacting your business. So I truly, since those reasons don't make any sense to me, and I know that Elon Musk is an intelligent man, this is 100% just for cost savings, and this is something that I did warn you about in a previous episode. I will link it in the show notes. So that being said, there are plenty of other companies that are hiring remotely, including Microsoft. So if you're affected by this in a Tesla and you would like a referral, please reach out to me. I'd be happy to help with you. I'd happy to refer you if you're a qualified candidate. Just send me the specific job that you're interested in and as well as your resume, and I will do what I can to help you. But yeah, go back to the office, guys. And it, I literally just got COVID and I'm I'm not going to continue the story because I'm going to continue it in the what I'm geeked out about segment. But I'm going back to the office like once I have, you know, completely recovered because of this specific reason. Okay, moving on. Coinbase extends its hiring freeze, will rescind some accepted, rescind some accepted offers. Um, they shared this in a blog post, which I have linked in the show notes. Uh, I'm going to quote from the Block Crypto article. Coinbase is rescinding some accepted job offers and extending an existing pause on hiring new candidates as part of an effort to adjust the macro environment and general volatility in crypto, 
according to a blog post published Thursday evening. I will now quote from the blog post, how we will navigate this moment. One, we will extend our hiring pause for the foreseeable future. Two, we will rescind a number of accepted offers. And three, we acknowledge and take responsibility for the experience of those impacted, end quote. So going back to the Coinbase article, quote, the extended hiring pause will include backfills except for roles that are necessary to meet the high standards we set for security and compliance or to support other mission critical work, the posts written by LJ Brock, Chief People Officer at Coinbase explained. The news comes just two weeks after Coinbase launched an initiative to cut down on spending in an effort to grow revenue. It also came amid signs of belt tightening across the crypto space, including layoffs at other firms. Coinbase stock closed Thursday at $73.82, up 7.56% on the day on NASDAQ, end quote. I'm going to discuss the Gemini story next and then come back and give my analysis on these two crypto exchange news. So next, the CFTC, which is the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, sues Gemini over Bitcoin futures case from 2017. This is from Coindesk. Quote, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, CFTC, sued Gemini Trust Company, LLC, Thursday on allegations the crypto exchange's staff misled the federal regulator during Gemini's 2017 effort to launch trading of what would have been a landmark Bitcoin futures contract. In a 28-page civil suit, a copy of which was obtained by Coinbase, Coindesk, the swaps regulator, accused Gemini, which is owned by the Winklevoss twins of providing misleading answers about how easily a Bitcoin futures contract price could be manipulated during summertime meetings in 2017. CFTC says Gemini's false or misleading statements and omissions happened in in-person meetings, end quote. So this is my take on Coinbase needing to cut back as well as, um, and I'm the Gemini story, it's pretty straightforward, they're being sued. Tyler and uh, Tyler and I forget the other Winklevoss twins. Uh, so the Winklevoss twins are the founders of Gemini, which is a cryptocurrency exchange very similar to Coinbase. They were they did have the original idea for Facebook, which Mark Zuckerberg stole from them. They won in court. They got their they got their um, awards from court in Facebook stock. Invested early in Bitcoin became billionaires and started Gemini. I've actually seen the Gemini offices in Brooklyn when I was there a few months ago. I didn't go inside. I just saw it from outside. We do not trust crypto exchanges. You saw my ledger unboxing video. If you haven't, it's on my YouTube. So they're dealing with two things here. Crypto prices are going down and have gone down. So there's less activity, less excitement. And people who are true hodlers, which is H-O-D-L, stands for hold on for dear life. It's basically um, a term for people who are just holding their crypto and not selling no matter what, are moving off of exchanges into cold storage wallets because we do not trust them. So I, before, there uh, there was a time where I did trust exchanges. And then I reported on this podcast, several hacks in a row. And I know I'm over 15 minutes. Sorry, this is going to be longer. You didn't get an episode yesterday. We got, we saw all the hacks in the row. 
We saw Coinbase freezing trading. Gemini is not supporting the Luna 2 airdrop to reimburse my $100 of Luna that I lost. And if you go on the Reddit forums for Coinbase or Gemini or even just follow these companies on LinkedIn, the support complaints of people losing their money to these exchanges mismanaging their funds and basically manipulating the market, the the hardcore crypto community, which I consider myself a part of, were like, psych, we're getting off these exchanges. And when I say hardcore crypto, I mean new hardcore crypto. People who've been in crypto for years have already been off the exchanges when the Mt. Gox hack happened, which was a, the biggest hack that happened in crypto before the Ronin hack, I believe. So, yeah. Um, this, they're, these businesses, I don't see them as struggling because of crypto and crypto's issues. Yes, they're affected by the crypto price, but they should have this in their business model. They should, they know historically that crypto has ebbs and flows. It's because we don't trust you anymore. You essentially failed us. If someone's watching from Coinbase or, and I actually have someone who just started at Coinbase who I asked to come on the podcast and this would be a great conversation to have with him, but you guys have to do more to regain our trust. I don't trust you. And I'll, I'll throw Robin Hood in there too. FTX, Binance. I don't trust any of you guys. I'm just using my cold storage wallet. That being said, I do still have like a little bit money in both Coinbase and Gemini because I haven't finished completely doing the transfer, but I'm moving it out and I'm sure other people are. So that's that being said, if you're affected by the Coinbase offer rescinding, same offer that I shared with the Tesla employees goes out to you. Feel free to reach out to me if you would like a referral to Microsoft. Okay. And last but not least, Meta or Facebook reorganizes, reorganization aims to decentralize Facebook's AI efforts. So I'm going to quote from the Axios article, which I need to pull up. Okay. So Facebook parent Meta announced a broad reorganization of its AI AI efforts Thursday, a move that will embed more work within product teams and will also see a top AI executive leave the company. Why it matters, like rivals Google and Microsoft, Meta is looking to make sure that machine learning and AI are used broadly throughout the company and not locked away in research units. So, end quote. So what's happening here, um, they have a few bullets. I quote, VP Jerome Presenti, who has spent his last four years leading AI efforts and helped design the new structure, will leave Meta later this month. The responsible AI team will join Meta's social impact team while Facebook's AI research fair will move into the research unit within Reality Labs, which is their um, metaverse org. A new cross-functional team of AI leads will report to Joelle Pinot, while chief AI scientist Yan Lacoon, who helped establish Meta's AI efforts nearly a decade, will remain in his current role. And the move is unrelated to, but comes just a day after longtime Meta COO Sheryl Sandberg announced her plan to leave the company. So if you did not understand anything I just said, long story short, 
uh, Facebook's AI team used to sit within their research team, and now they're reorganizing so there are people in AI dispersed within their product teams. That's why they're using that term decentralization. I did see a hot take. I believe it was from Casey Newton who said, it's probably not a good idea to separate the responsible AI people from the AI researchers before they were all together. And now the responsible AI people are moving to meta social impact team. So they're going to be siloed from the people actually building the products. My take on that, that is probably a feature, not a bug. And I'll just end there. All right. So career segment. This is just a reminder to network both inside and outside of your companies, especially during this layoff season, especially during this, you know, budget tightening, stock crash type season. Keep your relationships going. Schedule regular syncs. Network just as much inside of the company that you work at as much as outside. So I'm going to ask you, what have you done in the past two weeks? Let's say the past four weeks to strengthen your network. Let me know in the comments. All right. So what am I geeked out about this week? This is my first day of no symptoms. So in five days, I can finally leave quarantine. I've been in COVID. I've been in COVID quarantine this whole time. Um, I really did not want to get anyone sick and infect anybody. I highly doubt people take quarantine as seriously as me, which is why the disease is still going around. But I can at least live with a good conscience that I never intentionally, um, I was very transparent about my inability to leave the home. And I'm very intentionally not trying to infect at-risk people. But so yes, five days from now, I will be able to leave the house and be in the general public again. And I'm excited. All right. Well, happy Friday. I hope you have a great weekend and I will see you next week. All right. Bye.